What's up, Jets Nation? This is Laces In. I'm your host, Ethan Greenberg, joined alongside senior team reporter Eric Allen and team reporter Alex Gino. Now, wait, hold up. I know what you're thinking. Why in the world are you listening to Laces In? Well, let me tell you. You get the best Jets access, and I'm talking Jets access like you've never even heard before. Analysis, commentary, stories, trivia. We'll be inside the locker room. We'll be behind the scenes. We'll be everywhere. The whole enchilada. But that's not it. Hold on. We're talking pop culture. We're talking fantasy football. We're talking everything. Seriously, this is a must listen. But before we dive in, I'm going to have to ask you a small, small favor. Please, please subscribe to the Jets Podcast Network on iTunes. It's really simple. Pull out your phone, go to iTunes, search Jets Podcast Network, and press subscribe. One button, a single button. That's all I'm asking. One button for 17 episodes, <sighs> taking you through every Jets game through the 2016 season. Push it, na- push it. Push it. Push <laughs> it. Push the button. <laughs> As the name suggests, this show is not what you're used to listening to from us. We cover the green and white from a rather different angle. <clears throat> now, again... Put your mic back on, Ethan. My mic's a little excited. Let me right? tell you, this guy is excited, and we are ready to roll. <laughs> and, and fans at home cannot see this. But we do have a camera in here. Maybe somebody should take a shot of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, we're inside the Florham Park Studios. Ethan Greenberg alongside Eric Allen and Alex Shimo. Guys. Football's right around the corner. How are we feeling? It's here, baby. Let's it's go. Here. It's finally yeah. here. We yep. survived training camp. We're here. We're here. How are we feeling? <laughs> we feel great. I mean, that was never... Are we going to talk? We're talking third person? But, you know, so, hey, I feel great. I can't speak for everybody else. But I, in uh, training camp, while other people might think that's more of a grind, it's, it's, uh, that's something that, uh, you know, it's part of the deal. I Four preseason games. Camp. You did your, yeah, your first uh, training camp was. I enjoyed it, Alex. I'm ready to move forward. She's ready to move on to the regular season. Now, again, just like an introduction to any audience, we need a little little icebreaker. So I was thinking we start with two truths and a lie okay. to get the audience accustomed to us and to get us accustomed to the audience. So Alex. We're going to start with you. All Give right. us two truths about yourself and All a lie. Right. I feel like we should do this without looking at my face. Okay. I'm going to, lo- I'm going to read this so okay. you don't see my reactions. So I've wanted to become – wait, does Eric know how to play this game? No. I, I, would, I would imagine you're going to say three statements, and I have to guess what's We, we have to guess false. which one is the false statement. Yeah, so right, yeah. that's really not that difficult, <laughs> Alex. All right. So I, I've wanted to become a sports reporter since I was like – 13 years old because I couldn't play sports with the boys anymore. When I was younger, I was a really talented violin player, and I was voted most likely to succeed in high school. Okay. One Hold is... On. She only did two, didn't she? No, she I did three. three. Violin, she did the sports reporter, yeah. violin. Sports and most likely to succeed in high school. My, my question for you is... You okay, said, most likely to succeed in high school. Lie. <laughs> Everything else is good. That's a lie. Wait. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, time out, time out. First, first is you said play with the boys anymore at 13 years old. Did you used to play with boys, like, in, my, in my boys' leagues? Life. In well, boys' on, leagues? On boys' teams, yeah. Boys' teams? Mm-hmm. All right. What sports? Baseball, ice hockey. Everything. We got an athlete in studio here. Everything but football. Everything but football. <laughs> That's they, what they you said. Play, but they you didn't put you in Pop Warner, Alex? Listen, no, let me give you some cross-promotion here. Jet Life, Alex is hosting that this year, 1130. 
CBS. 11.35. CBS, Saturday nights. That's how you get ready for your Jets Sunday games. And Alex is part of a feature in that. Not only is she hosting the show, but she's also taking an active participatory route. The George Plimpton School of Journalism getting in there in the weight room oh and, and, <laughs> and doing some exercises. And let me tell you oh something. Oh, my God. I got more complaints out of her last week between <laughs> Thursday night and Friday morning than I would like to admit right now. Well, and, and then she came in on Monday after a couple of days off and said how sore she was. So now she's telling us how athletic she is. Hey, I said back in the day, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't have to, all I do is work. You keep me here too long. I'm okay? going to say, I'm gonna say <clears throat> the lie is the sports reporter one because I think it was at a different age. No, I don't think it was 13. The, the lie is the most <laughs> likely to succeed. That is straight up All lie. right, my boss knows me a little. A little, a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you think so highly of me. I, 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 I love this game. I, I love it. Let's you're play up, it all. You're up Let's next. play ten you're truths up, you're and seven next. lies. You're up Let's next. <coughs> you, you give us two truths and okay. one lie. In high school, I was voted person with the hottest temper. Oh. <laughs> uh, in, co in college, I played a goalie for the University of Maryland club hockey team. That's true. They play, that, play those on skates. And... I recorded 20 shutouts as a freshman. Finally, that was that that's was, two. Okay. I, I play, uh, <laughs> Wait, yeah. no, wasn't that three? The hockey? Oh, no, 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 or no, is no. that all yeah, encompassing? Yeah, that's all encompassing. Follow oh. me to hockey. Oh. Okay. Thirdly, I. I'm glad he thought about these before the show. <laughs> I attended. I had an altercation with Warren Sapp my first year in the National Football League Ooh, in 2000. A physical altercation? No. Yeah, more of an altercation where I was basically told that I'm a nobody and I better get out of his way. And he, I'll never remember that. But uh, I'm gonna, I That's definitely see, true. You think that's true? Yeah. See, okay. I'm going to say that's false because I think it was Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, Ooh. that's interesting. Hottest temper in high school. I think he just copied me because Okay. that's mine. Well, what's false? You have to spill the beans now. We both guessed. <laughs> the false bit is me playing ice hockey at Maryland and having 20 shutouts. Oh, come on. That number's oh, ridiculous. That was a oh, trick. That, that number's ridiculous. 20 shutouts. All right, come all on. right. All what right. am I, Patrick Waugh? Well, 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 wait, so it was Warren Sapp? It wasn't Keyshawn? Yeah, Warren Sapp. I had to go in the locker room. Uh, one of my duties in the public relations department is I had to help out <coughs> the community relations staff, and I was charge to ask him to sign a ball and uh, Sap was walking off the field and I just looked up at him put the ball in his face <laughs> and he gave me the Heisman and I'll never forget it and then I like early on in my career I was a little bit scared of Sap but over the years I got used to him you know I was only there for a year in Tampa but obviously our paths uh, crossed a few other times in professional settings but uh for a young guy in this industry, Warren Sapp back scary, in the day. Scary dude. Yes, yes. All right. Now it's my turn. Let's so go. So we, we had Alex Jimo. She, uh, well, what, Eric, what was the lie? We know you, we, we you want to say it again. The lie, lie was 
most likely to succeed. Alex, you got to fire right back at him. What, what is Eric's lie? Hottest, well, no, wait. Hottest temper was the truth. Yeah, what? a, a goaltender with 20 shutouts his 20 freshman shutout. year. All right. All right. I didn't even go to Maryland my freshman year. I went to Canisius College, a small oh, Jesuit school in Buffalo. Follow the facts, people. Let's oh. go. Okay. All right. wow. and, and I will say, Sap just was an intimidated figure. And for me, all I was doing was giving a ball out there, and he just gave me the Heisman. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right, so my, my two truths and a lie. One is I rode a camel and a donkey. <laughs> At the same time or what? Different times. Okay. But in, in, in my been, life, I have required a lot of In time. my life, I have rode a camel and a donkey. Okay. I had a pet goldfish. Well, who has it? <laughs> I had a pet goldfish named Vinny after Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> okay. And I'm happy the Mets signed Tim Tebow. Well, the, the lie Ooh, is... this is tough. No, it's not. The lie is you're happy that the Mets signed Tim Tebow. This what is easy think? here. You guys got to come up with better ones. I don't know. I feel like you would like I'm an old. Tebow. I'm an old well, savvy vet. Come on now. Uh, you jumping on board with EA? Oh, you got to go someplace I would different. say the goldfish. EA was right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even prepared and he's shelling out rockets. <laughs> this is easy. Come on now. That's so funny. Now, Tim Tebow was a gentleman when he was here. He was a professional. Uh, I'm not say, yeah. I'm not bashing <coughs> him, but that was the I'm not I'm feeling indifferent about it. You know, he's in the yeah. he's a minor league Mets player. It's right. the same how I feel about No doubt about so, it. Another guy in the organization. So, uh, you just guys just you got to listen. That's part of the reporting business. So, I'm teaching you something here. So, when I said I went to school at the University of Maryland, I had 20 Shutouts my freshman year. I didn't go to Maryland my freshman year. I didn't even 20 know. 20 shutouts is a ridiculous number. Okay? <laughs> so I win. Where's the belt? <laughs> <laughs> All right? Oh my God. Again, this is Laces in. Ethan Greenberg here alongside Alex Jimo. Is it a discount and Eric double Allen. check? Discount. Well, we're not the Green Bay Packers or Aaron Rodgers, but that I the motion. But I can't do yeah, that. No. Yeah, the discount <laughs> double check is the belt, but it stems from the WWE because the the championship belt. Yeah, I know. All right, just so, making sure. So give me the belt and I'll hold it because that's what I have. It should a, be. I actually have a belt at home. I'll bring it in. That's fine. All right. Nonetheless, please, please, please subscribe. I'm gonna. You're gonna hear it again to the Jets Podcast Network on iTunes. This is laces in. It's simple. It's one button. Take out your phone, go to iTunes, type in Jets Podcast Network or Laces In, press subscribe. One button, 17 episodes. You will not regret it. We're talking everything. Jets, pop culture, fantasy football. But again, at, at the heart of this podcast, we are discussing the New York Jets. So this Sunday, the season opener, week one of the regular season, the 15-year anniversary of 9-11, MetLife Stadium, Jets hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, the AFC North division winners from 2015. So, because this is the first game of the year, we're going to play a little game. It's called Who Has the First? And I'm going to say different statistics or different statistical categories, and you have to answer with who you think the first person is to record that statistic. So, let's start out with you, EA. I picked up on that. Who, who has the first sack of the New York Jets defense in 2016? Well, Sheldon Richardson has one game suspension, so it won't be Sheldon uh, this week. Um, the Jets are dynamic on third down with their sub-packages and uh, Casey Rogers and Todd Bowles. Uh, showing different looks. But I'm going number 96. Muhammad Wilkerson could come right out of a base formation. Guy had 12 sacks last year. He was dominant in his only preseason performance against the New York Giants. He is the hometown kid from Linden, New Jersey. 
And on the 15th, 15th year anniversary of 9-11, it's going to be nice to see a hometown kid come out there flying. And uh, mm. Mo Wilkerson will take down the Red Rifle. That will be the first sack of 2016. Well, that's the easiest choice. Oh, because, is it? Yeah. I okay. mean, he's coming off how many sacks from last year? Twelve. Yeah, so I'm going to go Leo Williams. I knew you were going to say because Leo. Because Leo, me and Evan have both written articles about how much he wants more sacks this year. They so, were the same article, in fact. <laughs> they were. I mean, I didn't at, even at know. At first, at I, first. I didn't even know he had written it until I was told. But um, I, uh, I'm i going to go with him. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to take the easy way out like yeah, I did there. Alex <laughs> stole my thunder. I was going to go Leo, too. He, you know, in two games against the Jaguars and Redskins, Preseasons week one and two, he had two sacks. Yep, that's right. You know, he's look, he's really looking forward to showing what he can do. Last season, had 32 quarterback hurries, led the team. He's looking to turn those into sacks. I think he's going to get the job done first. I think Mo could have a reason to do with it, you know, because maybe they want to – maybe Mo gets a couple – Double teams? A little double team. Yeah, action. exactly. But, uh, well, I guess we'll we'll see, but I'm going to go with Leo as well. It's going to be interesting to see if the Jets line uh, Leonard Williams up at nose tackle at all this yeah. week, and that's something we saw a little bit during the preseason, Ethan. But, listen, the Jets have a loaded defensive line. Again, they're missing Sheldon Richardson this week. But on the other side of the ball, the Bengals are missing <laughs> a couple of their key players. And Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert yeah, yeah, Tyler Eifert had a, had a great year. He had 13 touchdowns yeah. in 13 games. Yeah. He was my fantasy tight end. He lit it up. And don't be surprised if it's one of those edge guys. And when I talk about edge guys, I'm saying Lorenzo Malden, or we don't know as of today uh, what the uh, status of George Jenkins is going to be. So Mike Adepano could get the start there. Todd Bowles, another hometown yeah, kid. And Todd Bowles said that he expects a leap out of Lorenzo Malden this year. So, in sub packages, you don't know. Yeah, that, that, now, a wild card, if you, you, you said I want safe, a wild card would be going a defensive back because it could be like a Kelvin Breyer. It could be I, like a Buster screen. Yeah. A Breyer on a blitz that we yeah. saw against the Giants. Overload right, but here comes 25 to the left. What else you got, Ethan? We're going to go to the offensive side of the ball now. We're going to start with Alex. And you, I know, I have a feeling I know who you're going to say. Okay. First touchdown of for the New York Jets goes to who? Eric Decker. I knew you were going to say only that. Only because he that is that is only, a biased statement. I mean, only because he's it, like the, in the red zone. He's they throw the ball to him a lot, and he loves he loves his touchdowns. He said it, so I don't know. No, he loves his touchdowns. And this, and this has nothing to do with his looks. No, oh <laughs> <laughs> and nothing to do with that. I'm about to interview him in a couple hours, so. Were you more nervous Another for that Q&A. or for this? No, more nervous for the more nervous. Hmm. Well, this one's off camera. So. That's fair. All right, you yeah. saved yourself. You yeah. saved yourself there. <laughs> All right, EA. Who who you got first touchdown? Brandon Marshall, fourteen touchdown catches last year. He led the Jets, and uh, and the Jets are fantastic in the red zone because it's very difficult to double team everybody. Alex just mentioned <clears throat> Eric Decker, who those guys combined to lead the National Football League in terms of receptions and total touchdowns last year, wide receiver tandems. So I think it's safe going either direction. But again, Chan Gailey's got a lot of options. Matt Forte only played in one preseason game. He's one of the most accomplished receivers in terms of a running back out of the backfield, a receiving weapon in the history of the National Football League. And then Bilal Paul, 
as well. Don't forget about him. So those are probably the top four candidates. There are some wild cards mm-hmm. on the outside. You, you've gone, uh, you've gone two superstars. It's hard, you know. It's hard to go away from the superstars. Right. You've gone Mo and <coughs> Marshall, but again, they're two of the premier players on this team. I would say so. I'm going Matt Forte. New guy, when he came in against the Giants, first preseason action, immediately got the ball. Yep. Both through the air and through and on the ground. So I'm going Matt Forte, and this is this is an interesting question now. Is Matt Forte's first touchdown a reception or is it a rush? Reception. What do you what do you think? It will be a rush. <clears throat> I'm going I'm going rush as well. I think the I think it's gonna be a three yard rush for a touchdown. No. Well, wow, that's crazy. I don't even know how you narrow it down to that. I'm going with three. The big, right. the big misnomer about Matt Forte is that he is only a receiver. He's only a running back who gets out and catches short passes. That's not true at all. Guys rush for 1,000 yards five times in his career in three of the past four seasons. Kyrie Robinson, unfortunately, tough break for him. No pun intended. <laughs> I, was, I was about no, to say no that. No pun intended. You feel, <laughs> you feel bad for the young guy who came here in the offseason and he breaks his leg against the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of people thought that he might be the Jets' short yardage red zone back. Now, obviously, that role is definitely going to be Forte and or Bilal Paul. And Forte, one of the reasons he said – He's so excited about playing this offense is because he wants to run up inside the tackles. I'm going, uh, you know, Matt Forte uh, will get in the end zone on the ground. His first touchdown. So give me Mo, give me Marshall, give me Forte on the ground, and the belt stays home. <laughs> That's Eric Allen. And the Jets win. <laughs> that is Alex Jimo. I'm Ethan Greenberg. This is Laces In. Again, we cover the New York Jets from a bit of a different angle, as the name suggests. Is not what... It's not your typical podcast here. We're a little different. We talk everything from Jets football, fantasy football, pop culture, to a little Tim Tebow action. We got everything. So, to wrap things up here with the New York Jets opening week one game against the Cincinnati Bengals, I want to know a player or a theme that you guys are you know, keeping tabs on for this weekend. So... For me, it's I want to see how fast this offense starts. It's year two under Chan Gailey, franchise mark in what yard total yards? Total yards. Total yeah. yards in twenty fifteen. Tenth overall last year. Tenth overall. The the offense has a, another year to grow. Third in the red zone. Third in the red zone. This is like an encyclopedia over oh, here. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, for me, it's I want to see how well this offense gels early on because right. in the NFL and the they beginning of the season. They struggled in the preseason with that. Yeah, and. <clears throat> You can see in the beginning of the NFL that it's a new year, so the preseason, the jump to the regular season is, what, like 10 times out of the water? So I'm very curious to know and see how this offense produces against a tough Cincinnati Bengals Well, yeah, that's a key point here this week. The Jets are starting three new players along that offensive line compared to opening day last season. At that point, Willie Colon was playing right guard, Breno Giacomini was right tackle, and Debrick Shaw Ferguson was left tackle. Now you're going to have either Brent Quale or Quale or Ben Igelana at right tackle. Brian Winters, who Todd Bowles said was one of the most improved players on the roster during training camp. He starts at right guard. And then 
one of the most athletic tackles in football when he's healthy is starting at left tackle. He takes over for DeBrickashaw in Ryan Clady. And that is a huge matchup, Ethan. You're right. Because Cincinnati likes to get there with four and play numbers in the back. Brandon Marshall, we were all in the locker room this week. Brandon Marshall said they like to zone up a lot in the back. They like to just get there. A lot of times they can get there without blitzing. That mm -hmm. helps them uh, cover. Uh, but, yeah, Tom Bowles stressed that throughout the season. Uh, throughout the offseason, excuse me. Wants to try to uh, start faster. I'm, I'm curious about special teams play. Brant Boyer, they produced a lot in the preseason. <clears throat> excuse me. Brant Boyer's first year. Um, it should be interesting. we got Jalen Marshall, the rookie, could possibly be the first Jet to touch the football in the 2016 season on yeah, that that's kick a good return. Point. You know, what is he thinking when that ball's in the air? He's never played before. So you better secure crazy. it. Right. You better secure you, you the better football. Catch that's that what, ball, that's dude. what Todd Bowles says. You better, catch you better that secure ball. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a great point yeah. about Brant Boyer. Yeah. I'm I, looking forward to seeing Rontez Miles. Oh my God. Rontez has been an absolute beast out there. Um, he hasn't even. That's Ethan's favorite player. Yeah. He's, he's got a four or five uh, uh, shirt over by his. Uh, by his <laughs> he's, he's an even better like guy in the locker room. He's he's he, absolutely yeah, he's hilarious. Like he just showed me his dance moves yesterday. Really? He did his Victor Cruz salsa dance no impersonation. Way. It was amazing. And he's like really good. He's part Hispanic, I think he said. Wait, wait, are, are you saying of. he's really good at, at special dancing, teams at or dancing? dancing? Okay. Well, he's, good, he's good at life, you know. He, he's just good at life. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I'm interested in uh, checking out. Alright, so special Sunday. teams for Alex, starting fast for myself and mm. EA. Again, this is Laces In Jets Podcast Network. Please, subscribe. Laces In is encompassed in the Jets Podcast Network. It's one button. It's a subscribe button. 17 episodes taking you through the entire 2016 Jets season. It all starts week one, MetLife Stadium this Sunday. Again, the 15-year anniversary of 9-11. New York Jets playing host to the Cincinnati Bengals. I already have the chills just thinking about it. I, I'm, like, I, think, that, I think that it's going to be electric. Yeah. The stadium will be electric. The national anthem is going to be electric, and then absolutely silent. Like everyone's going to be showing so much respect. I, I don't. For I don't know if you on. read uh, Kim Jones's article on NFL.com, recap uh, talking about when she experienced, you know, her experience of 9/11. She was a Giants beat reporter, right? And her last line, which I thought was was a great, a great line, is typically or not typically. 15 years ago, we used sports as a mechanism to forget, right? But 15 years. Later, later, we used <clears throat> sports as a mechanism to, to remember. remember. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I thought that was a really nice mm -hmm. nice way of putting it. Yeah, Kim's a great professional, really respect her work. We'll have to take a read of that. The guys here, uh, we're really proud of uh, uh, a video that uh, we produced here internally. I was, I, yeah, I watched the video. I teared up. Uh, Seth Bradley and uh, Jason Levine, uh, producers here, um, got that thing together. And uh, we interviewed a number of people over months, and I collected hours and hours of sound from uh, folks in the organization and players from that 2001 team and how the events <clears throat> unfolded and uh, what happened with the Jets, that team, and Herm Edwards. And uh, I, I think it was a really powerful piece, and I would encourage everybody to take a look at that. Uh, All Jets fans, I think. You can also uh, see that on Jet Life Saturday night. Okay. So 1135. It's a longer, more expanded version on Jet Life, so make sure you check that out. 1135. 1135. That's, that's right. So yeah, another thing is Woody Johnson, who was out here at the <clears throat> complex, he might, uh, 
with reporters briefly this week. He said that uh, he's really looking forward to the uh, pregame ceremony. So mm -hmm. please, if you're going to the game on Sunday, get there early because yeah. there are going to be uh, some tributes. We want to honor some of the first res uh, first responders and also remember everybody who lost their lives on that tragic day. And then we're going to celebrate one of our nation's great pastimes, and that's a football game on Sunday yes, afternoon. But this is this is not a moment to be fashionably late. Put it that no, way. No, everybody's got to get there. Everyone so, has so, to be so, early. So early that, is early is in. So pre <laughs> so pregame's going to be fantastic. So everybody's got to be there. And, and and also you know if you got young kids and who who weren't even around in uh, 2001, I, I think uh, this is going to be pretty powerful. And then we can all all enjoy the football game now. As far as what I'm looking forward to most in this game, I would say let me go to the defensive side of the ball since you guys are all, you go offense, Alex goes special teams, and I like all those selections. Um, my thing is what are the Jets going to do against the Cincinnati Bengals running backs? They got a little tandem there of uh, Giovanni Bernard <clears throat> and also uh, Hill. Okay, so how are the Jets going to counter? Do we see Darren Lee a lot out of the gates? We talked about the transformation at linebacker. Hopefully David Harris, knock on, woods it, knock on wood, the hitman, is in the lineup, that inside linebacker spot. But the Jets are happy with Aaron Henderson, but perhaps Darren Lee gets a lot of work this week as well because Cincinnati... Number one, number two, and number three options this week are A.J. Green, but they like to also get the ball to their backs. This has not been talked about this week, folks, that the Jets have three rookie receivers. So do the Bengals. There are five, count them, five new receivers in the Bengals' opening day lineup this year as a, compared to last year. Mohamed Sanu is not there any, any longer. Either is Marvin Jones. You wrote about it this week. So it's Brandon LaFell, Tyler Boyd. How is Andy Dalton going to work with those guys? Are they going to try to force the ball into A.J. Green? Remember, Darrell Rivas, nine takeaways last year. He had a takeaway in each of his two preseason appearances. He'll be ready to roll. But the Jets have some options, too. And speaking of most improved, Todd Bowles said, I really liked what I saw out of Buster Screen in training <laughs> camp. Now you can move Buster outside, inside. Marcus Williams, team leading six interceptions last year in limited duty. He's going to get more work this year. So specifically, defensively, what are the Jets going to do with A.J. Green? And if they're able to take him away, where is Andy Dalton going? I think he's going to the running backs. And that's how he gift wrapped the New York Jets preview <laughs> hosting the Cincinnati Bengals with the defense. EA is absolutely fired up for this e EA is like, fired up. I mean, a, a, if, you talk, if EA's talking Buster Screen, he's fired up. He's fired up. Buster Screen, pound for pound. Pound for pound, the strongest, strongest guy on the team. <laughs> okay, Let's so go. we've covered Jets-Bengals. Now we're going to move on to the rest of the NFL. And this is something we're going to do every week is we're going to have a suicide pick, which is we are allowed to pick one team for the season to beat its opponent. So let's say if you're, you know, Jets, whoever the Jets are playing, you pick the Jets week one. Let's say in this case you pick them to beat the Bengals. The Jets win, you, you stay alive. The Jets lose, you're out. Mm -hmm. and we're going to keep our record. We're going to go, we're going to have a couple, one pick per week, obviously. So, so should I rattle off some matchups for you? You should rattle off every right. matchup. So 
Eric, Starting Carolina is at Denver. That is tonight. That is the, That's tonight. That is the oh, NFL season opener. All the days are blinding me. That is, I'm staying away from that game. And by the time this is up, I think this is going to be up uh, Friday. We're actually not going to – that game will be already be oh, played. Nobody true. can pick that. Good point. All Next. right. Next. All right, Sunday, Tampa Bay at Atlanta, Buffalo at Baltimore, Chicago at Houston, Green Bay at Jacksonville, San Diego at Kansas City, Oakland at uh, New Orleans, Cincinnati at at us, <laughs> NYJ, Cleveland at Philly, My, uh, Minnesota at Tennessee, Miami at Seattle, Giants at Dallas, Detroit at Indiana, um, Indianapolis, uh, New England at Arizona, Pittsburgh at Washington, L.A. at San Francisco. Mm. Ooh, that's interesting. All right, Ethan, go ahead. I'm going Have you studied the games? I haven't, I haven't even looked All at right, the schedule. All right, yeah, sure. I'll, go ahead. I'll bat lead off. No problem. I'm picking the Hawks over the Dolphins. That's See? good. That's a, that's a solid pick. That's the game that jumped out to me as well. It's always a tough trip. Seattle plays tremendous at home. They got the 12th man. But, I don't know how that's all working with the trademark anymore, but they got the 12th man. They but always the, have the, the ceremony. The kicker, the kicker is that I'm not allowed to pick the Seahawks anymore. Yeah, and, that's. I understand yeah. what a suicide pick is. I'm just, say, I'm just saying, like, it's a good pick, sure, but for me, Picking the Seahawks, you have to stay alive day at a time, week at a time. Yeah, Got to make it to week two. It's opening week. You have no idea. There's going to be scores this week. Exactly. You guys are just entering the league. I will tell you, I will promise you, you will be sitting in a press box next to me on Sunday, and one of you are going to say, What the heck? It's 42-6 to six over there. <laughs> or... Wow, so-and-so, Cleveland's got a 30 spot on I'm, the Philly. I'm going, Who knows what's going to happen? I'm going Nobody Seattle, knows. Seattle day, over Miami. No I'm, going, I'm going uh, Eagles uh, winning at home against the Browns. That's a gutsy pick. They yeah. are starting Marcus Williams, former collegiate oh teammate. Oh, my gosh. Carson Wentz. I'm curious about RG3. RG3, yeah. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, and also Hugh Jackson, former Bengals offensive coordinator, now head coach of the Cleveland Browns. They're playing money ball over there. That's like their big thing now. So I, I'm very curious about that game. And you, you're putting all, all your chips in, in the rook. I guess I am, man. I don't know. The rook putting the chips in the rook. All right. I mean, I would like to say I'm going to take the Jets, but. Oh, man. This is tough. Let's, uh, These opening day games are yeah, tough. Yeah, I mean. So I, I'm looking at Monday night, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh at Washington. LA. See, the, uh, a, a lot of my friends are picking that game, the taking the Steelers over the Skins, but. I think the skins are, are a little better than people give they them credit the for. They won the division won, last year. They won the division. Wait, a good. Uh, and it's it, and it's at home at FedEx Field. You, I, I just don't. The Colts would I, be I'm a not, good I'm pick not too. drinking the Kool Aid. You think the Colts would be? I think that'd be a good pick. Uh, there's also the Houston Texans at home against the Chicago Bears. That's my pick. You're picking the Texans? Yep, it's Houston. J.J. Watt in that place. That team plays with a different jump at home. Chicago's a team. That I find to be in a little bit of transition. Uh, I, I think the Texans have a lot of talent. I know JJ's uh, recovering from uh, some uh, from uh, some injury stuff, right? I, I can't remember what he had in the preseason, but uh, I think he'll be ready to go. And when he gets going, everything on the scoreboard is JJ. This he's selling a pizza, or maybe he's giving, <laughs> or maybe he's giving tickets to somebody. And then the next thing you see is making a sack on the field, and then he's high fiving the guy in the hands. He's doing push-ups with his shirt he's off. He's also in the concession guys, bringing people beers. Yeah. He does everything you, there in have Houston. You seen, uh, have By you seen? By the way, Houston Cougars monstrous victory over Oklahoma at Reliance Stadium, where the Texans will take down. <laughs> are, are we going a little college angle? I, now? I, Can I, I change uh, my pick before we switch to college? I don't know 
how I, I feel about Carson that. Because I forgot Carson Wentz was, was sorry. Okay, okay, I yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is a big transition. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. I'm going to pick Andrew Luck. I'm picking Luck, so. You're putting Luck in Luck? Yeah. Who are the Colts playing? They're playing Detroit at, at, at home, so yeah. That's, a, home. that's interesting. Yeah, that that could go either way. Yeah, I like the Texans at home. It'll I really do. They surprised the Jets last year. I, I really like the way they play at home. I didn't like it on that day. I was really <laughs> up, really upset when I got on the bus because the Jets fell to five and five, but Todd Bowles did a tremendous job with that team down the stretch. They won five games in a row. Unfortunately, lose to Buffalo, but ten wins in all. Most Jets fans when. The green and white lost that game down in Texas, had written the Jets off. And that just tells you something about Todd Bowles, what he did as a first-year head coach. Now in year two, I'm with Woody. Hope and optimism for this team. (laughs) EA's taking the Texans. Alex is taking the Colts. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks. Again, this is Laces in. Ethan Greenberg joined alongside Eric Allen and Alex Jimo. Please subscribe to the Jets Podcast Network on iTunes. It's real simple. One button. 17 episodes, the entire 2016 season. Jets football is at the heart of the program, but we talk everything. We talk fantasy football, which I'm actually about to touch on real quick. Good, I can't wait for fantasy. Then we also touch on, like we said, our suicide pool. We got everything. College football will come later on. I want my belt to be gold and say EA on it. Okay, but then what happens when AG takes it? She would have to literally (laughs) steal it. That was Because she's not going to earn it. (laughs) Okay. We're we're a little chippy on laces. And again, this is not what you're used to. We're a little different. But real quick, before we wrap things up here, fantasy football is week one as well. Great. You guys guys have your teams? I think it ruins the game. It ruins the game. Wow, that's tough. Now that I'm in the NFL, I just like... Hey, FanDuel, what do? FanDuel publishes a piece on NewYorkJets.com. I appreciate you, FanDuel. Thank you. Do, do, I, do you do you? I think it takes something away from the game. Okay. Let's say, let's say Jeremy Hill is my running back and he's playing the Jets. I'm. What am I going to do? Root for Jeremy you Hill? You sit, Jeremy Hill. Yeah, but like, come on. You know I was going to say yesterday. That, that did was... you see what the Jets did last year against opposing running backs? You sit, Jeremy Hill. Uh. That's what you do. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, last night I had my fantasy draft. I had a choice between Derek Carr and Andy Dalton, and I chose Derek Carr because I know we don't play the Raiders right, this year. Right, yep. And so, like, that, that did influence my right, decision. Right, Do you Do you do any fantasy football, EA? I do no fantasy football. But no. I, I don't have time for I, I have some interest in it. I've interviewed Matthew Berry before. Uh, our producer, Jason Levine, he jumps out of his seat when Matthew Berry is in the house at MetLife <laughs> Stadium. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, listen. I think it's great. I think it's great for the sport because it just makes the sport even more popular. You know, and, uh, you know, you see kids playing fantasy football re- at really young ages. Now, to Alex's point, never, you long. never want to be in a position where you hear people talking about, oh, Tom Brady's my quarterback, but I'm a diehard Jets right. fan. And How is that even see, possible? that just bugs yeah. me so much. Yeah. But what if the person went to Michigan? Okay. Well, so what? Oh, no, no, I'm saying it, <laughs> I understand. Tom Brady went to Michigan. Yeah, That's great. But, but Michigan comes before the Patriots. What if you're a diehard Michigan fan and a diehard Jets fan? You're 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 stuck in the mud. Yeah, there. no, it's stupid. So I understand that aspect if you want to draft Tom Brady. No, if you're a diehard Michigan and Jets fan, which I'm sure there are about ten of them out there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I you know, know I know one. Yeah. Who's that? Is my is my buddy from from home? Uh, okay, and yeah. what does he think about? Uh, is he still oh, al- is he still he, aligned with Brady in the NFL? Oh, 
aligned with him? Yeah. In, in what sense? He like, does he root for him every Sunday? No, no way. He respects him. Yeah, does, I respect he, he, him he, too. He doesn't like what he does against the Jets, but he will always root for him. I respect him too. Okay, but I'm pretty sure he roots for him as long as not against the Jets. Because okay. it's still a Michigan product on there, the field. There is. But I will say his favorite player is David Harris, obviously. Uh, he is, too. David what? Harris. Wait, that's a joke, right? Is a fantastic. No, 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 no. Because David oh, Harris went to Michigan. No, no, no. Oh, can in you all not? Serious. I thought you were just saying that because of Eric Not, not just because not? of Eric loves his, the hitman. How can you not like David the Harris? The stalwart of the defense. <laughs> There's something <laughs> wrong with you. This is one of the top players in the history of this franchise. Yeah. You know that, I'm right? Not, yeah. I'm, we're, not, we're not bashing him. I like David Harris a lot. I think I I like the Jets in, in inside linebacker this year because I like David Harris and I, uh, Aaron Henderson, that veteran stability, and oh, he's also he, he's also top the depth chart and, and, and a turp and, and a turp. Aaron Henderson. I heard but, he had twenty shutouts his freshman. <laughs> oh yeah, ice <laughs> hockey. And then you got Darren Lee, who again, as I mentioned before, he could be playing. Uh, you know, it depends on the week. Todd Bowles yeah. said it, he was clear about it. Henderson at the uh, top the depth chart, but. Depending on the week, Lee could see more time. And then Bruce Carter, guy you interviewed uh, here in the preseason. Ethan is another guy who had five interceptions with the Cowboys a couple years yeah. ago. So I'm really excited about them. So do we have to pick any fantasy players? No. Nope. You just wanted to talk uh, about I just, I just wanted a little. I thought we were doing college. I just wanted to talk a well, little. Oh, we fantasy. got college games? Yeah. We could. We could. We're, we're, a, little, we're a little time crunch here. That's fine. Let, let, let's Give me a. What? All right. I'm going to you... Iowa, Iowa State. Cy-Hawk Cy trophy on the line. You know I love my Hawks. Al Alex and... covered the Hawks last year but for those who don't I know. Don't, I don't even understand it because you weren't an. University of Iowa reporter, but, but you're a, a fan of the I Hawks. I was a Hawkeye beat reporter. Yeah, but that, but you were a fan. Weren't you supposed to be neutral? I'm a fan. She's now a fan. Oh, she's because now it's a fan. Fine to be in, a, in I can't root for the team I'm covering. Uh, of course. Internally, not like it didn't show it on camera. Uh, it wasn't like rah rah. Let's a, go actually, Hawks. if you look at a replay on on YouTube, you can see Alex jumping in the back <laughs> with pom poms. You can see me crying on you the sideline yeah, when you, they lost. Mm, I was, I was just about to say that. When they got destroyed in the Rose Bowl, but that that'll be a fun game. And that's Saturday night. I have the night off, so I can watch it. Yeah, you uh, you got an, your eyes on any game? Yeah, I got time to see Virginia Tech. They're playing at like Bristol Motor Speedway. Yes, I, forgive ridiculous. me on that because I don't know too much about uh, NASCAR. I believe because you know I was raised above the Mason-Dixon line. Even though I spent some time down in the South, I never I picked up country. Love country music. Oh, that I, that, I, I didn't not, know that. Not into uh, NASCAR, so forgive me on that. But everybody's burying the Tennessee Volunteers because they struggle with Appalachian because State. They barely by, won. By the way, Appalachian State is a great small program. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe Tennessee was looking ahead. Let's not forget how talented of a football team this is. The Volunteers get back uh, a little swagger this let, week let me, let, let me against Virginia Tech. That's my pick. What do you got, Syracuse guy? Uh, I'm just curious to see how Syracuse plays. I knew you were going to pick Hughes. Uh, I, I'm not saying I'm picking Hughes. I'm, I'm curious how they play because this is their first real test. Number 19, Louisville. A little bit. You know, it's a, it's a test. Coming to the Carrier Dome. When yeah. I went to Syracuse, I witnessed Syracuse take down. Louisville Cardinals, and that was that was the best game I've ever. Holy, been you're to. playing Louisville this week. I yeah. know. I'm not saying I'm picking Syracuse. I'm I didn't say it. you were. Wait, I'm is just, that is that at the dome? It's at the yeah, dome. Well, they, Dino yeah. Babers, the second game, 
Syracuse won 33-7 over Colgate. Big win over Colgate. He said, I was hoping that you guys had crest this week because I knew you could uh-huh. move to 2-0. Go Orange, that, Is that a toothpaste joke there? Yes, that was. <laughs> anyway. Did he really just do a toothpaste no, joke? Nonetheless, nonetheless. What, you guys don't use toothpaste either? You got somebody doing it? Does your phone take care of that for you? <laughs> All right, old man, simmer down. Let, let, let me... Let me We're like let, let me in, enlighten you a little bit. Since September 2012, this weekend marks the first weekend in college football with no matchups featuring two ranked teams in the AP poll. Thank you, Tony Mancuso. That is a Tony Mancuso stat. That's crazy. I love yeah. Mancuso. By the way, let's give him a shout-out because he's the guy behind the scenes making it happen on NewYorkJets.com, moving everything around, changing the title pages, posting all that editorial, the video. He's doing a great job. Uh, wait, wait, what, what'd you say? He's making it sexy. He's making the page sexy. Yeah, yeah. Tony uh, brings it, and, uh, you know, Penn State guy, uh, good work ethic. One, one, of, uh, one, of, one of 50 in the building. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with him. So, good job, Tony Mancuso. And that's all we got for week one of Laces. And, again, Ethan Greenberg, Alex Jimo, Eric Allen. And who won? Two truths and a lie? Who did? <laughs> who who, who that? Who, who that? Who, who that? <laughs> EA takes yeah, on right, takes on the belt. We'll be back next week with a different icebreaker. But again, this is Laces In. Please, please subscribe to the Jets Podcast Network on iTunes. This is only week one of seventeen. We got sixteen games, but We're we got seventeen more weeks. Than seventeen. I plan on the Jets sticking around here. This, well, there's seventeen guaranteed. January. How about that? Okay. All right, we'll take it one game at a time. We'll take it a, a game at a time, exactly. For Eric Allen and Alex Jimo, I'm Ethan Greenberg. Stay tuned for next week. Again, the New York Jets squaring off against the Cincinnati Bengals. Week one from home, MetLife Stadium, September 11th, the 15-year anniversary. You don't want to miss it. Thank you. Watch the game and attend early.